My guest on this week's episode of Sudden Search is Crystal Carter, head of SEO communications at Wix. Crystal is an in-demand conference speaker who has been presenting everywhere, it seems, in the past year. You may have heard her talk at MozCon, the Women in Tech SEO Fest, Brighton SEO, SMX, and many other places. I caught up with Crystal shortly after she gave one of the most popular talks at this year's MozCon. Her presentation was about visual search, which is not to be confused with image search. Crystal does an excellent job of describing not just how far the technology has come, but also what opportunities await savvy marketers who take advantage of visual search. Crystal and the team at Wix have made deep inroads to the SEO community. If you work in SEO and haven't checked out Wix in a few years, I encourage you to give it another look. They are doing some really impressive things. I'm going to ask Crystal about some big news out of Wix recently, which was the launch of the Wix SEO Hub. The Wix SEO Hub is an online learning center with articles and videos created by Crystal and some of the top SEOs in the world. All of the content is free, and it's really well done. Grab something cold to drink and join me for a conversation with Crystal Carter. We'll talk about how marketers can leverage visual search. We'll talk about the killer team being assembled at Wix. And we'll spend a little time talking about the rapper exhibit, the Ghostbusters car, and the Statue of Liberty. All right, Crystal Carter, welcome to Southern Search. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to you. I wanted to start out by finding out everything that's going on at Wix. One of the big things that I heard about is the new Wix SEO hub. As far as I can tell, this is a totally free guide to everything from basic SEO to on-site SEO, reporting, and everything in between. So like I said, I think this is free and you don't have to be a Wix customer to go into it. How can people find out more? So yeah, if you go to wix.com forward slash SEO forward slash learn, um, you can see the Wix SEO hub and we've got lots of great articles there and we're adding more um, all the time. And we also have our webinars and we also have some videos there as well. And you're completely right. It, this isn't something that is uh, is under the Wix, you know, underneath underneath the sort of uh, paid paid area. It's completely free. There's a lot of advice, like great advice from um, some fantastic SEOs. Uh, so we recently published an article from Michelle Fortin. Um, we have articles from uh, Chima Menje, um, articles from Maddie Osman, who uh, recently just published a, a fantastic SEO book um, from myself, from uh, Morty Oberstein, from George Wynn, uh, our editorial person, um, our editorial director, sorry. Um, and uh, yeah, it's full of lots of great SEO in insights from beginner sort of things like what is a header tag to sort of more thinking about the sort of next uh, iteration of Google and how search has evolved and, and that, that sort of element. And then we've got some more sort of timely pieces. So, um, so Morty Overstein shared some recent things about the recent Google algorithm update. Um, and we have some strategic pieces as well, uh, for text content. And we also have webinars. So we do a monthly webinar series and I did, we did a webinar yesterday all about homepage SEO, which is a topic that I love. Um, because it always has an impact and a lot of people overlook it. I've, I've audited so many sites where they don't even have an H1 on the home page and it infuriates me. Yeah, I, Mark, you've been there. You've seen these sites. Um, <laughs> and it, it just seems like, why aren't you doing this? This is so easy. Just do this. Um, so yeah, so we had a great webinar, uh, on that, um, uh, yesterday we had, um, or end of time of recording, um, and, uh, and we've got a monthly webinar rolling. We've got some great guests lined up for the rest of the year. So we're really excited and we're, um, we're really excited about making sure that SEO is really accessible 
for lots of different audiences and that um, that we're able to speak to lots of different um, user user requirements with regards to learning more about SEO. Well, that you you summarized it really well. But one of the things that I heard there is like you've you've assembled this team of like SEO pros that are not just people who work at Wix. There's people who work uh, at different places as well. Um, they're all contributing to this hub, and they're like top of the food chain SEOs and stuff like that. How did you guys assemble this SEO dream team, and and how did how did this come about? So, so we, we, um, we got the Tesseract and we decided that we needed to get, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you kidnap these people, Crystal? Like, <laughs> no, we did. We asked, we asked okay. everyone very, very kindly, um, yeah, okay. and things I think. We, as, as a team, so our core team for Wixessio with regards to the sort of outreach um, element is uh, myself, Maria Racine, and George Wynn. Um, and we, as, as a team, are very much, like, very proud and, of, and very engaged with the SEO community. We, we all genuinely love SEO. If something happens, like, we will talk about all of what's going on with it. We want to know what's going on with it. We want to see how it's happening. You know, we want to be involved in the conversations. Um, you know, I've talked to different partners around the world. And when I talk to them about, you know, why we're doing what we're doing, it's because we really love SEO. Like we really genuinely, yeah. genuinely love SEO. And, um, and we, we're part of a team, a wider team. Like we are the tip of the, of the SEO iceberg at Wix. Like <laughs> there's literally a Slack channel with like 200 people all doing wow. SEO and all checking on SEO and all, all doing this. So, you know, we recently announced a, an image sitemap update. And, um, you know, this, it was like, oh, the image sitemaps update is rolled out and everyone's like, yeah, like boom emojis and like all of this sort of stuff. And everybody's really hyped about it um, in the Slack channel. And then someone's like, oh, I found a thing. We should fix that as well. And we're like, yeah, we'll fix that. I'll raise the cheer. Okay, that's all sorted. Yeah, awesome. Everybody, like literally everybody's so hyped about about like about every SEO update that we make. And and um, Wix is working, working so hard, like around the, around the clock and to just do awesome things. So our head of our head of SEO, um, uh, Nati, is um, you know he calls himself the czar of SEO, and like he makes sure that everyone across Wix is doing good SEO. <laughs> like he's not kidding. Yeah. Um, and and you know he has he has he has reports. I, I, he'd be a great guest to actually talk about how he does it at scale yeah, because sure. because it's it's incredible. He showed me this dashboard, and I was like, "You you do what?" And he was like, "Yeah." We have a scorecard. And I was like, how do you score? Uh, He's like, we have a scorecard. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Yeah. So, so he's, he's incredible. And, and we, we are literally just like, we're just, we just make them look good. And it's really not hard because they're doing really great stuff all the time. So because we have such enthusiasm for SEO and because we work, like, I'm very involved in the women in tech SEO group, like love mm -hmm. that. Like they're my homies all the time. Big up um, women in tech SEO. Um, Morty runs SEO chat. He also has an SEO podcast. Um, you know, he's really, really involved with the SEO community there. George worked at, um, you know, one of the biggest SEO uh, publications, uh, you know, in the world um, for many years. We, you know, we, we are able to, I, I believe, <laughs> we're able to engage with um, some great SEO experts because we because we really appreciate their expertise. And I think, and I, I hope that's clear. Um, and that's certainly certainly what, what we try to bring to bring to Wix users and to the wider SEO community. Oh, I love it. And I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this, like there was a time 
not that long ago where you would think of as an SEO, you'd think of Wix as like, you know, avoid it. You know, that was kind of the idea. And then it's, it's, uh, today it's really changed. Uh, Wix yeah, is I sometimes active. say like, you know, we had, Wix is turning 16 this autumn and yeah. basically like, you know, we had an awkward phase, but we're going to the prom now. Like that's what's <laughs> exactly. up. It's, um, yeah. and, and people have worked really hard on it. And I think the other thing is that like in SEO, like we love a growth story in SEO. I don't know how many times, like, you know, as an SEO, you've had some client come to you and you're like, you are a diamond in the rough. We can, we can right. do good stuff here. Right. Like if I just like do this and do that. And that's essentially what the SEO team has done. Like Nati came in and like, he's done so many things there. I not um, behind, behind like who runs the SEO products and make sure that the SEO products are working really well. She, you know, they QA everything. They roll out little, when it, we publish some of the updates on Twitter and stuff and we'll say, okay, we're rolling out. We have this, then it's gone out to this thing. And they'll, so, so, the, and, and we're constantly like, is it, is it ready yet? And they're, they're like, no, we've rolled it out to part, part way. We're testing it. We're QAing it. Oh, hang on. We're going to check it again. Like, like they, they, there's so much data that goes into deciding whether or not something is, something is ready to go. Something is, um, you know, is, is going to be good for our users. I think um, talking about Nazi, one of, one of the things I'm always like, oh, I found this cool thing. There's this great new SEO thing. We should totally do this thing. And he's like, how does it, how does it help our users? And I'm like, well, yeah. you know, it's like, cool. He's like, yeah, but how does it help our users? And I'm like, well, but you know, he's like, but how does it, how does it help the users do better SEO? I'm like, yeah. well, I will, I will come back with some notes on that. It's not just some cool thing that's fun um, that we, you know, there, it's, it's all very considered because I think one of the other things about, about Wix, it's really interesting. And one of the things that I love about working with the team is that, you know, we're working on the micro and the macro at the same time. So we have lots of people who are self-creators who, you know, build their, build their own website themselves or are, you know, our Wix partners who are working with other people to build, to build um, web websites. So I was talking to a Wix partner this week who is, has done a phenomenal job um, with, with uh, their client. They're, they're ranking, like they're, they're ranking within, within, uh, you know, th three months um, for like national keywords and stuff. And, um, and they're doing, doing really well. And, um, and he's got such care for his clients. And, and I just love seeing that because I, because I, I know that as when I was um, working with clients directly, like they, there are some clients that you just really adore and you just really want them yeah. to do so well. And I could see that yeah. um, in, in him. And, and I, I really appreciate that. Um, and so, so, you know, we're working with people who are working on that level, but also Wix is also like, there's 200 million users on Wix. We're, we're, we're it's massive. It's massive. Like and people say, oh, yeah. it's not, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and we have, we have data centers and cloud, cloud, it's, you know, it's all, all in the cloud and it's all over the world. So if somebody logs on to, to your website in Chicago on your, let's say you're on a Wix site, I hope you will be soon. Um, but, but let's say you're on a Wix site in Chicago and somebody logs on to your website from Mumbai, they will get, they will get the information for that website from a data server that's near to them. Um, and there's, they're all over the place. Mm -hmm. Our Wix engineering site, um, they, they are like, they're so, they're so epic. So they have like 99.98% uptime. And the other day I posted something and I was like, oh yeah, we have 98.8. They were like, it's 98.98. I was like, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so oh our uptime God. is epic. And there was a, at the beginning of the year, there was a, like an, an AWS server outage. And basically yeah. like Wix was unbothered because Wix has wow. like stacks on stacks. 
we've got like we've got our own servers we've got aws we have some google servers as well so like the aws problem happened and we just switched and like there's so there's that whole ecosystem that goes into making sure the network is really really secure really fast as fast as we can get it you know where our core web vitals come out every month and we're like the that 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 chart comes out every month and we're like yeah yeah, yeah. We did it in Japan. Like, like <laughs> yeah, we did it. In, like, honestly, <laughs> wow. um, yeah, we're like top again. Like that, that I sort can, of thing. So thanks for the high fives already. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, yeah. seriously, like they, we're yeah. such big nerds. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it. I love the momentum you guys have gotten. So keep up the good work. But I want to uh, shift gears into MozCon. You, we, it was at all the way back 14 days ago or earlier this month or something like that. Was <laughs> so long feels, ago. It was like such Wait. a long time ago, but uh, you had a really interesting topic, visual search. Um, you know, at first I was like kind of reading through your slides and at first I'm like, well, this seems like something that's on the horizon. Maybe something that will happen in the future. Over the course of studying this, we might be off and running with visual search right now. How would you describe visual search in the current moment as we sit here today? So, there's there's a couple of things um i've so i've written i wrote a blog about um i wrote a blog uh for moz about this and also i i did my um i also did my talk on this as well there's also a twitter thread on this as well um so I, i've done a bit of this and i also did a, a blog for moz at the beginning of the year about about this topic as well um, basically what I would say is that a lot of people think that visual search and that a lot of the, the research that I was reading when I was, when I was studying this was saying, oh yeah, to optimize for visual search, you just use like, you know, image attributes, like alt tags and alt text and, yeah. and you, you'll be fine. And I was like, I was like, mm, no, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's part of it, but that's, that's not what visual search is. Visual search is, is right. image rec recognition. It's basically Google recognizing the different entities and different elements within, within the image. And I use visual, I got into visual search because of my kid, like we'd be out and he'd be like, what's that butterfly mom? And I'd be like, I don't know. I, yeah. I have no idea. So I would right. take a picture of it and I'd search it on Google Lens and they'd be like, that is that is a peacock butterfly. And I'd be right. like, darling, that's a peacock. And you go, oh, mom, you're so smart. And I go, oh, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, and so I started learning more about it as a user and, and the stuff I was reading about it wasn't, wasn't tallying. And basically the difference between image search and visual search is that with it, with image, with image search, you're trying to match the image to a text query. So I would enter like butterfly with, with, uh, with blue wings. And then I would get an image that had attributes or had copy on the page or had other, other signals, text-based signals that said, you know, butterfly, blue wings, la, 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 la. And that would show up in the image search. What, would ha what happens on a visual search and so I would take a picture of a butterfly with blue wings and then Google would give me back the most relevant information based on what they can see from that. So they will interpret, interpret, you know, the, the, the entity that they can see, which is a butterfly, they'll interpret the color of it. They might interpret some of the peripheral um, things around it, like whether it's like in, in leaves or whether it's next to a stream. And then they'll, then they'll think about like matching it to visual to, they have visual matches. Um, and then they also have, and then they also have other things. So they can also par parse um, things like, so different entities like the butterfly, they can parse text, um, mm -hmm. uh, logos, and also landmarks. And so, so when you take the picture of the butterfly, Google takes the information and they process it through all of their different data points, um, through through um, the, all and everything that they can recognize from that image. So they can figure out that it's a butterfly, la 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 la. And then they will give you information 
that matches that. It might be a YouTube video. It might be an image. It might be a shopping query. It might be whatever. Um, but the thing that's interesting about visual search is that is, and that I find really interesting is that it kind of, it kind of, I mean, it's it's very much connected to Google Mom. Cindy Crum has a fantastic deep dive into this um, on YouTube. Um, I think it's some, it's something about Mom. Is that I can, that's not the actual word for it, but the the the, the title has some. If you look up Cindy Crum Mom, then okay. you'll find that the most recent one she did. Um, and basically. Um, she the the gist of it is is that essentially like google google is trying to with mum international make make information more um more fluid between languages so um, okay. so mum parses lots and lots of different languages and like they say a picture is worth a thousand words right it's worth a thousand words in many languages though right but like so if i so if i took a picture of this and i let's say i didn't know the english word for microphone like and I'd say my my phone was in I don't know Portuguese or Japanese oh. or you know I, I don't know Swahili whatever. You take a picture of it and they will tell me what it's called here. But if I was if I was there and I wanted to take a picture if I was in I don't know in Kenya or something and I was speaking to someone who was Swahili and I never met met this met, and I'd never seen this object and I wanted to know what it was I'd take a picture of it and they would tell tell it to me in my language. Um, oh, yeah. So so it's kind of it's very similar to so it's very similar to like um, like Latin names for for um for like you know flora and fauna for instance um you know i might call it a cat you might call it a gato but the but the you know the latin name for that is the same um and and so that's essentially like google can understand what the latin name is for whatever picture you take essentially in that that sort of long-winded thing in my talk it gets a lot more more, a lot more specific um and things but yeah i think visual search is super super fascinating the other thing i find really fascinating about it is that you are starting to see it in the SERP um so so the one of the main drivers for google for for vision for visual search for on google is um as vision ai Mm -hmm. interestingly enough Mm -hmm. talking about wix and um, one of the first things I noticed when I joined Wix was that Vision AI is baked into the Wix CMS. So as soon as you upload an image onto onto Wix, they generate tags. They give you the first ten tags that um, that Vision AI will will see from from your image. So if I took a picture of that butterfly, it would go like butterfly, insect, like wings, whatever, um, which I think is really awesome. Um, but Vision AI parses lots of different information and what and what you see when like so in my article I, I did an example of Kia at the Staples Center I had a, I had because I was using my own photos because of photo permission and I have a picture yeah, from the Staples yeah. Center when I went to see the Lakers um yes. like back in the day and um Kia was sponsoring and um and so I I took a photo of Kia Kia at the lake or it was a general picture of the stadium and it had a Kia sponsorship in it um then when I Google Kia sponsorship and this happened the same time when I looked up Yankees uh Wix because Wix used to sponsor the Yankees that was another image permission thing um uh basically um uh the first two of the top five images didn't have any text cues for the Kia query for Kia at the Staples Center. They but they did have the Kia logo in an image of the Staples Center. 
Wow. So Google's reading, Google's parsing that image. When I did the Wix study, when I when I tested Wix, I tested Wix Yankee Stadium, and at the top there was tons of stuff about Wix Yankee Stadium. We we were, we told everybody about it. Um, so there were tons of, of the kinds of stuff you would expect, like blogs about Wix at the Yankee Stadium, sponsoring Yankees, blah, blah, blah. Further down the SERP, I found a bunch where, like, again, you could see the Wix logo in the Yankee Stadium, but there weren't any text cues. The article wasn't about Wix at the Yankee Stadium. It was just a picture of the batter with the Wix logo in the back because mm. Google is seeing those images and adding them into the SERP. Um, and one of the other ones that I found was interesting was Giphy is also using um, uh, Google's machine, uh, like machine uh, image right. image recognition software to generate tags for their gifts oh, so they created a category for wix.com based on the fact that they could see the logo in the in the image so it's affecting the serp and i think that it's really important when you have because there's so much machine learning going on and there's so much so much rapid change happening in the serp it's really important to check the serp if you see big changes big shifts particularly in in media based queries um, because so many things are happening so quickly right now. So if you're literally using your tools, then you might not see that. And it might not even make sense why one image has jumped up and another image hasn't because, you know, you wrote a whole thing about Kia at the Staples Center. How come right. your page for Kia at the Staples Center isn't showing? Well, you don't have a picture of Kia at the Staples Center, so it's not showing. Right. Wow. Um, well, so, I mean, this is like, yeah. there's a lot to unpack there. Let me, let me attempted question Sorry, like, I ramble so much no that's 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 like all of it was interesting like the one thing i can i can think about is like any of us who's been spending time in seo have heard about google making all these investments into ai and machine learning and these are the sorts of products and insights that google is hoping to capture with that that investment and so you have some like one of my favorite things you have these really good examples of how google can tell you're like there's one you're taking a picture with exhibit or you're at the Statue of Liberty, and yes. you, know, you know what this is, or Morty's with a Ghostbusters car, I think, in one of them. So, you know, I, I've you you had some really good examples, like some examples where it worked. How did, yeah, you, did, you, did you have to cut out anything? Were there some like ones where it failed? Does does the, does the AI uh, work like almost 100 percent of the time in your experience? So, so for all the examples, so, so, okay. So the, so the Morty Overseen one, so, so I had, uh, so I'm showing different tools. So, so Google Lens is the one that everybody's talking about right. because Google's talking about that. Okay. In the MozCon talk, I talked about how there's like 8 billion searches a month, or at least that's what they reported last time at Google IO via Google Lens. So if you are a search, a search, if you're trying to optimize, you know, things for search, you should definitely be looking at Google Lens and how, how that all works. Right. Um, I used I used Morty's example to to demonstrate Pinterest because Pinterest has been in the visual okay. search space for time for a long long time. Yeah. Um, so so that that one was interesting because it was able to it looked at the whole image. Obviously, I was focusing on the Ghostbusters mobile like logo, um, but it looked at the whole image. And so and the the actual car for the Ghostbusters mobile is, is a it's a hearse or an ambulance or something right, like that. Right, right, yeah. So some so some of the images that came back from Pinterest, some of them were Ghostbusters, some of them were like old school ambulance hearse kind yeah. of thing so they were like which one are you interested in um exhibit i picked because he was the only famous person i had so he was the only person i had within my within my own camera role again this is permissions i've i've done enough i've done enough public speaking to know that i cannot be asked with like trying to get photo permissions from random people i didn't i didn't even get photo permission from my from my mom <laughs> whose last statue of liberty picture i took from her facebook page i was just like mom you're in my deck like you're just <laughs> yeah, in there yeah. Um, oh, yeah. right. so i picked my own so it, so he was the only one that i had that was that was me and but what was interesting is that was that google didn't didn't recognize him as a knowledge panel 
And to be fair, he hasn't, I don't, I'm not sure he's claimed his knowledge, his knowledge panel. Bing knew exactly who he was, uh, but Google didn't know who he was. So on my, on my example, I show his knowledge panel from Bing because Bing showed it. And Bing has a very, very good image recognition uh, tool as well. Right. So you can drag and drop and pop it in there. Um, and they have a lot of documentation about how they parse images and all that sort of stuff within their, within their documentation. Um, and Google Lens is really interesting. So the, so some of the other examples I showed was, was how Google is using a lot of different data sets when they're thinking about understanding your image. So when they're using like the knowledge, the knowledge graph, so there's something like 8 billion entities or something on the, on the knowledge graph and there are, no, eight, I think it's 5 billion entities, 8 billion queries, 5 billion entities on the knowledge graph and they're trying to parse, then they can sort of compare and contrast all of those. So one of the examples I gave was a super, super touristy photo of me next to this, the space shuttle Endeavor in also in Los Angeles. This is a very LA. Very, very <laughs> I, am, yeah. I am from LA, but like, <laughs> Um, yeah. so, so, um, so yeah, I'm next to the spatial endeavor at the, at the LA science museum, California science center. Um, and my picture has me big, big cheesy grin and, a, and the space shuttle behind it, behind me. But, but my picture is pretty much exactly the same as the same, the same image that you would find in the knowledge graph for the California science center. Um, and so they're using the, the knowledge graph, like all this Wikipedia pages and stuff, and, like, and then they have, the, you know, their images and then the, the image next to the, next to the Wikipedia page, they're using that, that sort of information. And, um, uh, speaking of permissions, shout out to, um, Carl Hendy, who let me, let me use his knowledge graph <laughs> there as well. Uh, um, so with regards to, so that's, that's one. I also talked about Google, um, Google business profile. Yes. So those images that people post there. Those are also being used as part of Google's Google's image recognition. So mm -hmm. I showed a photo of my burrito. They're talking about um, they're they are, they have a Google search near me. So if I take a photo of a burrito, let's say I'm I'm in I don't know. Let's say I'm in in Austin or something, and I'm like I know they got good burritos. I want a burrito. I take a photo of a burrito that I that I found on Instagram or something, and they can say, oh, that burrito is over here. That burrito is over there. That burrito is over there. Based based on what they have from the images in the knowledge or in um, the Google business profile. Also, I've, it's my understanding. Um, I it's from what I can see, Google is using the the Explore panel within um, within um, or what I what I can see is Google's Google's using similar similar information within within um, the the uh, image of Google Photos. The way that they parse Google Photos is very similar to the way that they parse images. So within Google Photos, if you go to the to the Explore tab, um, you can see the entities that they understand. From your from your image, your images within your your Google Photos. So, cool. um, so for instance, um, I gave an example in um, I gave an example in my Twitter thread for Moz about about Brandenburg. I think it's Brandenburg Platz um, in in Berlin. It's like a big gate thing. It's like a tourist okay. place. Um, and Brandenburg Gate. Um, and um, and in my in my Google Photos, if I search Berlin, it shows up for that. If I search Brandenburg Gate, it shows up oh, for yeah. that. If I search, um, if I search, I think it's in like I think it's called Parser Place. People from Berlin are going to be like, you are mangling these names. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it's in like a wider square. If I search the name for the wider square, then it also shows up for that. What's also interesting is that there's other things with is with so within my within my my own image the only images that I have in my in my camera roll and like really I I highly encourage you to look and see what kinds of things what kinds of entities Google's understanding from your cam your own camera roll you know there was like dog flower rainbow and if you look up rock 
that's a fun one because I have, because I, I live in a bouldery place <laughs> and, and in California, there's a lot of boulders. And, um, and so there's photos of boulders, boulders of random rock piles that I've made with my kid. Um, and also there's a few photos of rock concerts, um, yes, which right. is, which is interesting. So Google's trying to, Google's trying to figure Isn't out like, which one is it? Like oh. in the same way that Pinterest was, is it this rock? Is it that rock? And this also helps you understand like why, like when you're talking about entities, you also need to contextualize them. So like rock concert, like that makes a big difference mm. in like the kinds of images that you'll see. Um, like another one was cone. I looked up cone and I found a, an, in my, in my images. Um, and I found like a traffic cone. I found an ice cream cone. And I also found a conical shaped uh, statue that was within my within my image image collection. So again, if you if you wrote something like um, cones are cones come in lots of different sizes and can be found outside. That applies to all of them, right? Yeah. So you need to have like the context. So if I said ice cream cone, that would be different. If I said you know uh, you know uh, sweet sweet cone nobody would ever say that but you know if you're adding in those those additional con context um you know the traffic cone traffic that makes concert. a big difference yeah. and i think with regards to machine learning the first time that penny dropped for me was like goggles i had to do some ppc for goggles and i think ppc is a really good place to see how because google's like using machine learning all over ppc yeah, like all in there and i think i had to do something on goggles for a swimwear or for a swimming mm -hmm. company and and I was like, cool, we'll like set up some like, you know, machine learning uh, ads for for, you know, goggles and we'll just let that run and it'll be awesome. And they came back and was and would, had been serving all these ads to like all kinds of stuff. And I had not done the negative keywords. And when I went in there, it was like it was like safety goggles, beer goggles, ski goggles, steampunk goggles, like all these. And I was like, oh I didn't gosh. even consider all of those goggles. Um, but yeah, you have to think about the different kinds, the different kinds of things that will, that will change, you know, what, what entity means to what another one does. Wow. Well, you're, uh, that's a very good answer. You're very good at the examples, like the cone and the, <laughs> and the, uh, the other thing. So rock and everything like that. Those are good, good examples. So, you know, like one of the things I appreciate the distinction that you made. So there's like a very important distinction between image search and visual search that those separate those two things in your head because they're not the same but then that seems like kind of a significant challenge for seos because we can kind of like do things with images but if google is understanding real life which is the point in your, your presentation that google is now beginning to understand real life how does a marketer take advantage of that um one of the things that you suggest yeah. is like this is a branding challenge how can you optimize yeah. branding in real life you know how does that work yeah, so there's a couple there's a couple of ways. So I'm wearing this is actually very apt. I'm wearing a Lakers t-shirt with a Lakers logo on it. Um logos are a really really good way to do that. Um so so um for instance, you know, Google Google can recognize can recognize logos logos and logos are actually um actually in some ways better than just words with regards to visual visuals um because they will recognize the shape and the color and the context of it. For, so for instance, if you have like the swoop they recognize right. that that's that's Nike. You don't even have to write Nike underneath of it. They recognize that it's Nike, and they will attach that to the knowledge graph for Nike, um, not not just the words N I K E. 
um because that's also a greek god um yeah. <laughs> if, I, if i remember correctly um and um and you know there's lots of lots of different th- things there um i gave a, gave an example so so with regards to that and i talk about this in the, in my article as well as a marketer there there are things that you can do um so one is claim your knowledge graph if you have mm-hmm. one um and and um number two is um is making sure that that you have your logo clearly articulated online mm-hmm. and um and and this should be the same exact logo that you're using that you're using IRL so the example i gave so you talked about that that picture of me with exhibit i met mm-hmm. him at an airport um, years ago. And, um, and, and I was like, I want a selfie with exhibit. So I get in a selfie with exhibit and I don't realize, but there's a picture, there's a, a logo for Pete's coffee right. behind me. Um, and Pete's coffee, if you don't know, is a coffee, is a coffee chain on the West coast. And, you know, they've been going for since 66 and they've never changed their logo. Their logo is the same. And I looked at Pete's coffee. I was like, that's interesting. And if you Google Pete's coffee, they are a, they are a masterclass in rock solid IRL branding. Basically Mm. they, they have the same logo on everything. And when you Google Pete's coffee, what you get is like logo on the, on the coffee, logo on the coffee cups, like logo on the sign, logo on the outside sign, logo on the door. And it's all the same. And this helps this helps google to understand that you that you're the same and that's how they recognize pete's coffee in that image they were like yeah that's pete's coffee that's exactly who that is they know who that is and it's and if i went to your and i went to their knowledge graph and it was the same the same logo and so like on their knowledge graph it should be the same on your structured data on your website you know they ask you to declare your logo and that's one of the google doesn't give you all of the rich the rich results information in search console but they do give you information on your logo that should absolutely be on your website. They also ask you for your logo explicitly in Google Google Merchant Center. Wow. And they also ask you for like all of the color schemes and stuff within Google Merchant Center. They also ask you for that business information just generally when you're doing ads. Um, and they also ask you to declare your logo in, in Google, Google Business Profile. There are lots of places where you can declare your logo. They should all be the same. Um, and they should all be the same as the ones that's on your that's on your IRL space. Okay. Um, so so you know marketers can do that, but marketers will need to work with branding people as well. Um, and these they should apply all the time. So again with again with logos, you know I've seen I I took an example of a friend who had gone to she sent me a picture of her dinner right like yeah. because we're millennials and that's what we do <laughs> and um, and I was like oh I'm gonna test this near me thing and I tested it and I didn't even realize but the plate had a tiny little logo for the restaurant in the top and Google picked that up and was like, Oh, that's this restaurant in South London. And I was like, cool. Like that's, that's awesome. I didn't even think about that. Um, But these are like little things that you can do that will actually have an impact. So I think it's really important to think about as a marketer, if you're trying to understand visual search, it's really worth doing some research, just like you would do keyword research, Mm -hmm. have a look at the kinds of photos that people are taking of you. People tag you on pictures on Instagram, people upload photos onto your Facebook page, people are uploading photos on TripAdvisor, Um, you know, people on LinkedIn are sharing photos when they visit your office. What are they taking photos of? And is there a way where you can, where you can make it like distinct for your company. So one of the examples that I gave was a, a local business that I know, and they it's um it's a small uh, um, hairdressers, and 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 they went really super girly. They do like lashes and nails and hair extensions and like all of that super fun fun stuff. And they made it super pink, with lots of flowers and all this sort of thing. They put the, the but they have the but they they set up like an inst- it's like really Instagrammable, and they live it all use it all over Instagram, and they put it in their in their Google business profile. 
I took that same picture. I put it into search and Google was like, yeah, that's this business. They're not a giant business. Yeah. They're not enormous. You know, they're not Nike. They're not Reebok. Reebok. You know, they're not, they're not yeah. like some huge organization. They're a small business, but because they, they made sure that that image was in, um, was in their Google business profile, which, you know, also helps define you um, more clearly as an entity, like these, these sorts of things, these are the things that you can do to make sure that they, that they work, that they work well. And also you can encourage people. So, you know, when you see those, like, there's like wings on the side and people can come and take a picture with the wings. Um, or you, you see there's like, you know, where, where someone will declare like a space, like a scenic viewpoint. Those are things that can help you in visual search. So, you know, I, I gave an example in my in my write up for Moz about like I took a super, super touristy photo again because I'm a tourist um, outside the Excalibur uh, Hotel in Las Vegas because I'm a classy girl. Yeah, like, and yeah, I took yeah. this picture. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I took this picture and it's just it's the same picture everybody takes. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody takes a picture of the same thing. So, and and I'm like, if you know that people are doing that, just tell people like, this is the photo place. <laughs> just put a little sign on it. Right, <laughs> and then you'll know what's going to be in the shot when people take the photo. And what was interesting about the, the Excalibur photo is that I didn't realize when I looked at the photo, but when I searched it, there was a little, there's a little character. They've painted somebody in a wall. He, I don't know. Right. He's like a gargoyle or something, but they've painted him in the corner of the, of the, of the castle thing. And, and so if you search an image of it, Google can see that little face and they know that, that that's definitely Excalibur because they can see that. I didn't realize that, that that was the case, but, and they, and I'm sure they didn't optimize it for visual search, right. but it's doing them a favor anyway. Wow. That's awesome. So, yeah. So I love it. So yeah. It's the, really fascinating. So the takeaway is encourage user, you know, like not just user generated content that's written, but like visual user generated content and that there'll be wins there. I love this. So. Well, Prisla, Prisla, like I love, I've, I've loved this conversation. I would love to continue it, but we're short on time. I want to make sure if people want to reach out to you or learn more about Wix and, um, and everything you guys have going on there, especially the new hub, how do they, how do they connect with you? What's your favorite social media? What's the best way to get in touch? So I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter far too much. Um, <laughs> and my Twitter handle is crystal on the web. Um, and the Wix SEO learn or um, the Wix SEO hub is at uh, wix.com forward slash SEO forward slash learn. And we've got lots of resources. We're publishing new stuff all the time. And and yeah, do tune in there to find new cool stuff. Well, I am a big fan. I will be tuning in. I'm going to give you a virtual cheers for now. And we'll be back next week hey. uh, for everybody else with another episode of Southern Search. Thanks so much, Crystal. Thank you very much.